go-to man. Israel Dalau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast Episode 5. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kagi, and joining me again is Harry. Welcome, mate. Hey, hey. And filling in for Nelson and joining us for his first podcast cap this week, the guy we normally talk a lot of trash about every week, Alex Nabung. Thanks for being here. Thank you, boys. Good, good to be on here. The Malcolm Marks off the bench. That's what I'm like. <laughs> Chance to put things straight. Exactly That's right. it. The power impact. I like it. Um, look, uh, yeah, you can check out our website, fantasyxvdraft.com. Let's get the plugs out of the way. Uh, that's where we write our few weekly articles, the most popular being the Casualty Ward, uh, where we list... Most all... popular because we actually post it each week. Yep, no, that's a good point. Post it on time each week. Um, that's a stab at me. Yeah, fair enough. Look, um, but uh, my my round. Then we also do the round review. My round review will be coming out on time tomorrow, uh, and also the stock market. Just talking about um, fixtures next week. Who to pick up? Who to drop? Who's hot? Who's not? And whatnot. Uh, otherwise, very active on social media. Um, you can get after us at Fantasy XV Draft on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, gentlemen, this week, for the entree, let's just get stuck right in. Round review. What was the first game? First game, Harry, take us away. First game, Crusaders-Bulls. Uh, plenty of tries, but not plenty of fantasy points. Yes. Uh, top scorer was my man, Jack Goodhue, who just seems to create points out of nothing. This week, he actually obviously scored points with his two tries. So, he bagged 62 points from his two tries. He was probably the only player that looked like he was punching the line in the rain, really. I think he was the, the big difference between the two sides. Um, I think he got all his points pretty much from his tries and then eight tackle breaks as well, a couple of line breaks, and that was pretty much it. Um, he looked like a big number six out there. He was playing like a forward. He's a chunky. Very slow game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, very chunky. He's put on. He must have put on five or ten kilos this year. He's a big boy. I think he's deceptively tall as well. You don't realise he's actually yeah. quite an imposing figure. Yeah. And has a good long ball. I don't know about that, but yeah, that's all. Uh, look, the other, the other ones to actually score points was Ishmael and Cody Taylor had 36 apiece. Georgie Bridge scored another 32. And then Lude, probably the only uh, other notable mention, got 31 in the locking position. So he continues his run of good form. But realistically, none of those scores are all that amazing. So I guess it was um, ruined a little bit by the rain. So check your weather your weather forecast before you pick up your players, it's basically. Important. It is. No. That's it. I'm, and, you know, the, the good games are ones like uh, playing in Dunedin where they've got a roof. You know, that always helps. Exactly. There was a, uh, a very mm. big first round from Tim Perry. Started this week in front of White Huge. Crockett. Huge. Minus six points. I think he was a valuable pickup for someone in our draft, so it was good. He's uh, a mud team of the week, isn't he? <laughs> he's the vice captain. He's, he's definitely the vice captain. <laughs> who's, uh, Nabon, who's the captain of the mud team of the week? Oh, Just... I've learnt this one off you boys. It's uh, the Rob Simmons. But didn't he have a bye this week? He did. Still the does captain. That, does that matter though? <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Very good, mate. Your, uh, your initiation's complete. Well done. I'm learning. <laughs> Couple um, injuries, in, yeah, in that game. What, what Minor injuries. I think they had Crotty got taken off for a concussion assessment. 
apparently they said in one of the the reviews that it was actually a hit to the shoulder, but they're just so antsy about his concussions that truly that they took him off, He's and then he passed the head injury. They didn't do it on the, at the during the game; they yeah. just took him straight off. Right. After the game, they did the head injury assessment, and he passed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Whitelock got taken off as a precaution because they obviously don't rate the Bulls. Beginning to look a bit like a formula. It seems like every week it's Whitelock and Crotty. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I mean, like it's just the same, same again. Um, very good. Well, uh, I was going to talk about Jason Jenkins, but I think we can talk about him next uh, in for next week's fixture. But yeah. uh, I was expecting big things from him, not really. But uh, anyway, we'll get onto that in next week's fixtures. I think. Um, all right. Well, game two was Rebels and the Sharks. Um, yeah, what happened with Rebels and Sharks? Uh, actually, the first thing you picked up, Harry, was um, Sharks for Mullen. We didn't quite see what happened. Yeah, he copped a two two week ban for dangerous play. I think they said he was in it was in a ruck. He dove in and, and took someone high in a ruck. Right. And he's now been banned for two weeks. Nothing during the the match was was made of it at all. So I only saw it in the post game reports. Okay. All but right. I mean, Jacques Vermeulen's a fan favourite, so a lot of people will be very disappointed that he's not <laughs> in their side this week. Do you mean the confused favourite because his name is Vermeulen? So, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'll be honest, I, I, I looked up straight away when uh, I saw him playing, I think he played last, first played last year. I saw the name Vermeulen and I got a little excited and I was and hoping there was, hoping there was some family relation, but there's nothing and he certainly doesn't play like him. So. Evidently, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, good. That uh, gave me time to actually get up my sheet. You're welcome. But uh, no, Rebel Sharks. Yeah. Uh, definitely, the performer of the game was Billy Meeks. You know, his first start in inside centre. Like, how good? What a great decision by Dave Vessels to bring him in. Uh, going to be. I kind of feel like it's going to be see you later, Tom English, mm-hmm. um, captain from the bench side. Um, <laughs> was he captain? Last, last he was captain. No, he was last temporarily was captain. captain. Yeah, yeah. Coleman's yeah. a captain. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. No, mm. I, I was surprised to be honest that they didn't start with Meeks at the start of the season yeah. because they were talking him up so much. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I actually thought that he was going to be playing in the outside centre jersey as well. <laughs> Instead, they push Hodge out, which I know you yeah. like. I, well, I, I thought I was going to like it, but I didn't because Hodge didn't really come through with anything for me. He, no. he, all Hodge did the entire game was basically run the dummies or overs lines. That's it. Um, it seemed like Billy Meeks was the one getting all the fantasy points. So, yeah. so Billy topped it on 58 points. Um, yeah. And he just he looked electric. He was kind of breaking the line at will, finding a lot of space and putting people through. Do you reckon, um, he, can, do you reckon he can keep it up? Do you think he'll have another big game? I think I think they'll start him again. There's no reason why they wouldn't start him again. They versus uh, the Hurricanes this week. Yeah, I think, but I think they'll like his defensive capability. Yeah. Um, Tom English is pretty consistent as well. <laughs> yeah, he is. But uh, look, I mean, if you, I'd rather have... Billy Meeks and Reese Hodge in there defending 12 and 13. Yeah. But, um, but no, Billy made, he, what did he do? He made 11 runs for 103 metres, seven tackle busts, um, you know, two line breaks. So, yeah, he was he was carving up there in the middle. Um, but that was good from him. Um, who else did we have? We had, after him, Anara, Anaru Rangi. I don't know why I'm trying to say his name like a Kiwi, but it's all right. Um, he is filling in temporarily, 46 points from him. So he started the game, filling in for Jordan Ulisi, your favourite player neighbour. That was his second big week in a row as well, wasn't yeah, he? He played really well last week. Yeah, yeah. So he had a ripper game. Um, he scored a try, but he just just looked really good, got involved in everything. So we think Jordan Ulisi will be back next week. Um, yeah, he had a hammy injury. They, they seemed to think it was low grade, which is normally only a week or two, but... Yeah. I mean, as we talked about, we've been very good here, by the way, at not 
looking forward to the coming week. Yeah, I realise that. It but, I uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but basically, they have the bye after this week. So mm. it'll be interesting to see, because Rungi's playing so well, if they decide to just give Ulysse the extra time and not rush him back, or if they want to get him right in because it's a massive game against the Hurricanes. So. Yep, Watch this space. Absolutely. And look, the other, other people that perform in this game, Amanaki Mafi, standard 41-point game. That seems like a minimum threshold for him. The forties, pretty average um, for him. It's a bit low for him. I was expecting a little bit, a little bit more from my boy. Well, there was no eighty meter dashes from him or anything. No. So, no. Um, but uh, yeah, and otherwise, Corey Beatty. Now he got stuck in forty points, so he looks good. And he just, I'm going to call him Mister One Hundred and Ten Percent because <laughs> he doesn't, uh, he does not have you know a first gear. He's it's so good. I love yeah, it. He's he's quality. He um, should be playing for Fiji with the attitude. He's so so passionate. Just doesn't belong in Australia, uh, maybe. No, let's keep it. <laughs> Mate, he's starting every day. Um, but yeah, look, and otherwise, uh, Jean-Luc Dupree's got a start, so he got 31 points. I feel like that's, similarly, that's like an average, like low score for him. He's yeah, gonna, I expected more well. from him. I think he got more off the bench last week, actually. He did get more off the bench last week. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, look, that was really it for the for that game. I mean, I guess the only other person to wear was Lucanio Am was strong in the centres for the Sharks as well. Yeah, um, which is which is good to see that he can do it without Esterhazy there as well. Yeah, that he can. Yeah, he, I mean, he looks good. He's a good player, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, we are recording here. That's why. <laughs> this is live, actually. Yeah, you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Um, so, moving on, next game. Um, Summers Chieftains. Oh, what Chief- Chieftains. <laughs> Chieftains, the Chiefs. Um, Don't you call them Chieftains? Yeah. Cracker Crack- a game from, uh, from the Chiefs, obviously winning 61-10, to 10, and it's uh, return of the DMAC. What a cracker game he had. Final. Yeah, he's uh, producing the goods. Two tries, three try assists, you know... What else? Six runs and 89 run metres, two tackle busts, one offloads. The the records keep on going. He's, um, what a cracker of a game he had. What did you think about DMAC, boys? Well, it was a long time coming, wasn't it? Yeah. He actually topped the round, I think, as well, right? So mm, he, he needed it. He needed it. I know there is a lot of unhappy, uh, yeah. unhappy fans. Nelson was a bit upset that he was only averaging 50. That's right. So uh, he's now jumped up to. I'm just looking now. Six on the all-time table for the for the season. Yeah. One behind Izzy Falau and one above Rob Thompson. So he's looking good. And and I mean that includes Tony, Tony Pulu, who has only one games above him. So that's right. Going top five. Yeah. Going top five. <laughs> Which is a good good segue into Tony Pulu, who came <laughs> who, who second seconded it this round for the Chiefs. All the Chiefs players just absolutely smacked it. Obviously, with a scoreline like that. But Tony Pulu, 64 points. Um, what were his stats? He's got nine runs, 100 run metres, four tackle busts. What else could you want from uh, Tony Pulu with a, a new look and, and blonde hair there? Oh, that hair. Did he, even, he didn't even get a try, did he? he just got, no, he didn't. Yeah, that's right. He got points with no try, which is very untotally Pulu like. Normally, yeah, normally I, his points I, come from the Normally, he's a little bit inconsistent, isn't he? So oh, that yeah. was a big round. I mean, it was a free round for all the Chiefs backs, but... It was. No, that's with, right. yeah. It was a freebie, yeah. yeah. It Solomon Alamalor. Alamalor. Yeah, yeah, Solomon Alamalor <laughs> with uh, 58 points and 
And Tom Leonard Brown sitting on a pretty 53 points as well. So we were loving the points galore in the yeah. back line. Yeah. <laughs> who, who played inside some of them? It's for them? Was it Fayani? Yeah. Johnny Foley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that makes sense that he didn't get any points. <laughs> no, but the rest of the back line <laughs> had an absolute field day. Oh, it was great. And, and after all the backs, it's the famous Tyler Ardron from Canada. Yes. Yeah. Captain Courageous. He, with a massive 48 points for a lock, that's a, it's a machine. Um, Oh, back rower, sorry. That's a that's a winner. Mate, his stats, the ones you should be looking at are the run metres. Um, I'll have to look up his run metres. But he so ran, He's a back he, rower, but he played right. at lock. Normally that's exactly. basically like fantasy mud 101. Like, mm. you do not pick that up. But, Craigs, you, you went after him because you love a backstory. I do. I love a good backstory, you, you know? Tell us about play, <laughs> what can I do? Well, mate, he's just... How old is sister, mate? How old is his sister? Actually, he's from a big family. Yeah. He's got uh, seven <laughs> siblings. No, um... No, he's just like he's obviously the captain of Canada, really good player. But he's I I, I read about him signing for the Chiefs. You know, there was obviously a big cover story. It was a marquee signing, which is why he'll be a starting player, which is what Harry wasn't sure about. But he's going to be a starting player in the Chiefs. Um, but he he absolutely carves it up over in the English Premier League, and in the ITM Cup and English Premier League, he played uh, a whole lot, a whole lot of number eight as well as playing lock. So I was actually hoping this year he was going to be listed as lock and play in the back row. But yes, I have done the normal the mud sin. team of the week option, the, the mortal sin of picking up a back rower who plays lock uh, because I'm expecting him to eventually move out to the back row. I actually, I don't know why, but I think they should play CU in at the lock and play Ardron out of the back. But, well, he's uh, played there before, hasn't he? CU, yeah, CU's played lock, yeah. But Ardron, oh yeah, look, I, I didn't actually get the stats up. But yeah, no, he's one try, one try assist. Yeah. Seven runs yeah. for 141 runs. Boom. Runs. There so you go. Many. 20 metres per run, Harry, from a lock. Oh, he was oh, awesome. Back row. He, yeah. he was very good. And yeah. you, he's, he's a big hog, which is exactly what you want. In oh, I don't know if he is. Oh, mate. There oh, was a stage yeah. where Harry, you missed Anton this try. Brown and Alan Marlow <laughs> on, on the side of him. And he was not. Let's give it a dummy. And off he goes. He threw this down. big dummy and then yeah. ran 60 metres instead of... Like, he should have just passed it and they would have yeah. scored immediately. <laughs> Time. But um, I was loving that though, so that was yeah, <laughs> big I wasn't because my two players were outside him. So, um, <laughs> yeah. No, anyway, no. so that's uh, Tyler Ardron. The highest um, scorer for the Moon Dogs was Samaki, with forty six points. Um, he's a beast. He's a big beast, and um, he was very good. Yeah, definitely he's top of the up. log at the moment. I think on averages as well. Keeps yeah. performing. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was. Samuel's Chiefs. Were there any injuries there? Uh, there was a few injuries. They're all pre-game, weren't they? Three of them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Matsushima. He pulled out. Um, he's he's done for about one or two weeks. Is that what we think, boys? Yeah, they said adductor mus- muscle fasciitis. It's like an overused thing that people that kick the ball get. So I'm not not sure how he got that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they're just going to manage his loads. I would think. Right. Uh, Will Tupu. Uh, pulled out as well. He's, he's out for another two to three weeks, we think. Um, and Michael Allardyce. Allardyce yeah. Sorry, two to three yeah. weeks for a bruised quad. So Mate, basically he's soft as anything. Bruised quad, you write down in the medical terms a thigh contusion. That sounds more serious sounds than a bruise. Serious. Think, it's, yeah. just, it's not. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> don't just write all the medical terms here and expect us to know what you're See, talking about. All right? I, I was scared to, to read To a, even say that word. Ad, no, adductor muscle yeah. fasciitis. Mate, Matsushima. I was the same. I was like, that sounds serious. Yeah. That's like yeah. one to two weeks. Good on him. Far out. You know? like, There's a reason I didn't drop in. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, and, yeah. and Michael Allardyce with the last 
two days before he injured his groin. So, um, you know, he's rested as a precaution. Is he so having fun on tour or something? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so we, Following we, in Alex Fidoz, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> we, we think he's going to make around seven. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Very good. All right. Well, next game, moving on. Hurricanes, Highlanders. Harry, how did we go there? Game of the round. Hurricanes got up 29-12 and looked pretty dominant all the way through. A few big scores. Benny Lamb just absolutely dominated, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. What a try in the corner, though. Can finish. Mate, what about both tries? The fact that that they backed him, the second try, they backed him off the back of a scrum to go one-on-one with... Waseki yeah. Naholo. That takes no balls. That, yeah, like, and yeah, he's he's looking good. It'll be interesting to see what happens to him in the next couple of weeks with all the injuries coming back. Mm. But he's he's very good. He is absolutely. So he scored two tries in this game. He scored one in each of the last two. So four tries in the last two games. The big thing for me was this week. They obviously they gave the ball to him a lot more. He ran eight times compared to three against the Crusaders. Made 57 run meters, few tackle bars, four tackle bars, a couple of offloads, a couple of line breaks for a 63 points. So he's a machine, absolute machine. Um, and I don't know, if he's if he's free, I'd be picking him up. Even if it's only for a one week or he's worth the one week. Um, the other big ones were Waseki Naholo, 40, minute, uh, 40 points, rather, sorry. And Matt Proctor, 39. Bodie Barrett, finally getting some points with 37. Um, and that was pretty much it. A lot of 30s, nothing else too outstanding, really. Yeah. One injury. Oh, who was One that, that uh, everybody would have hoped oh, yeah. to be so much better this year um, in the mud team of the season so far. <laughs> Adi Savia, that bloke that the Wallabies never said that we'll take him if he won't get get a start in uh, in New Zealand. <laughs> He's think, been do you awful. Think you would ever have said Adi Savia and mud team of the week in the same sentence? Do no you? way. I just, I mean, what was he? Look back two years ago. I could say he ran over the entire mud team of the week. <laughs> Artie Sevilla got a combined score of twice the entire mud team of the week. That's what, you know, something like that. Yeah, With six know. this week, I think it was. But he's been junk. And he um, he got belted in the ribs and he was ruined on the field, if you remember seeing him rolling around on the ground. So, I don't know. Those things hurt and ribs don't sit all fast. So, you, you may see him miss a few weeks. Very good. All right. Um... That was Hurricanes uh, Highlanders. Stormers Reds, Mr. Craig. Stormers Reds, moving on. Um, What can you tell us? That's a good question. Um, You prepped again this time. You knew that it was coming, and you were like, I'm going to get my team. I did, I did. My list's ready, so I can... First of all, what a good game. (laughs) Um, Let's just start off. What was the score? (laughs) Uh, The Reds almost won in the end there. That's right. It's very close encounter. But, uh, no, look, we're looking at fantasy points here. Top scorer, you'd be happy man, Nabunk. Filippo Dalgunu, and Nelson's not here to butcher that name, so we got you covered. <laughs> Isn't it Felipe? <laughs> we'll call Nelson in. We'll phone a friend. Yeah. No, it's Filippo. Yeah, I'll let him know. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and he, yeah, he did well. Basically, look, he got 43 points. I'm going to say about 33 of those lucky. points came with that 100-meter try he, he scored. He was lucky. On I thought, the, the I thought Timu top scored. Did 64 he? points. Alex Murphy, 61. Huh? Why is that not coming up on my computer then? That's really odd. I don't know what to tell you, but Filippo got 55 points in third place. Yeah. Either way, mate, it's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll look ah, after The yeah, old I refresh think... button. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good. Okay, no, so Timu top scored with 64 <laughs> points. It's actually just a test. I was testing if you guys were, you know, keeping me honest or not. But um, no, no, okay. T- Timu again. Uh, well, actually, speaking of keeping people honest, yeah, uh, yeah Harry, how's, how's Timu doing, mate? Um, I believe yeah. I said I wouldn't go in with you on the... You said that 
he won't score like this again. I think I kept myself impartial. Fool me twice, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me three times, shame on me. Look, I think that's his best week. <laughs> no, I'm not prepared to keep saying he's crap because he keeps proving me wrong. So he's yeah. actually not bad. He's, he's, <laughs> he's proven his worth to you. He's, he's, he's worked hard every week. He's listened to the podcast and he's gone, I'm going to prove these boys wrong. So now that, now that we're backing him a little bit, expect him to have a very quiet week. It's only down from here. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know... Um, well, he's going to have a pretty quiet week because it's the bye this yeah, week. But, um, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, he did well again. Um, I think what he does well is he actually... Uh, at an open... Like, he does all the, the normal things well, like a lot of tackles, a um, few busts, things like that. But he actually gets out into the open field um, and makes line breaks, you know, things like that, which... Well, the thing that helped him this week as well was we expected Higgins to come straight in and start and it to change Timur's role, which he didn't. He only played half an hour. Mm. So we, we don't really know how that dynamic's going to work in a couple of weeks' time. That's true. But, all right, look, speeding things up a little bit. Um, yeah, otherwise, I spoke about Filippo Dalgunu, uh, 55 points, sorry. Yeah, I'd say at least 30 of those points came from his lucky, 100 meter, lucky few points 100 meter try there, yeah. um, which was very impressive, don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, but no, he, he just looks good. He's a bit of an attacking weapon. Um, so I would definitely, definitely someone I'd look at in my fantasy team if, uh, if he's available. Um, otherwise, Alex Murphy coming in for the start. No real reason. They just wanted to rotation, give... Rotation. Yeah, yeah, just rotation. You know, he's obviously been working very hard at training. Very competitive environment there. And he absolutely killed it. So 61 points from him. Um... He got a try, just uh, his line-out throwing was pretty accurate, but um, yeah, he just just got really involved all over the field. So I think Murphy and Brendan playing a Mosa, for me, are pretty much dead ringers. Like, they play the same way. I'm not... Look, let's... Look, we're not getting, is a bit bigger. We're not getting racist or anything here, nah, of course. Mar- Mar- Murphy's pretty small. Down, Murphy's pretty small. I remember looking at I mean, No, I just mean in the way they play. They just play, they play exactly the same way. And they're both, they're both the type of players... Um, like, Panga Mosa, obviously, is renowned for being really hungry for the ball and getting in there and scoring tries but yeah Murphy looks the same to me he just he goes after it so he's very good um, and definitely one of those pickups if uh, you know if they Pango Mosa goes out I mean you, you don't know they might rotate Reddy in as well they've got three ho- pretty good hookers in the Reds but um, yeah and, and look otherwise uh, Wilco Lowe the Stormers prop 50 point game uh, yeah he's, he did get a try but he has been crushing it from week to week He's on almost a 30-point average. Um, and, yeah, he's just been immense. Um, you know, the Stormers are renowned for having some of the best props. And, obviously, they've got Stephen Firetruck Kistoff, who, through rotation, came off the bench. But, yeah, Wilco Lowe has been starting every week and absolutely killing it. So, um, he did well. He's a big boy. Um, but, look, there's lots of points in this game as well. It was pretty free-running, even for South African rugby. I guess the Stormers are pretty free-running. But, um just quickly, we'll touch on Raymond Rule, 48. Jono Lance crushed it, 46. Um, Samu Karevi, 46. And um, Damien Philempsi, a bit of a quiet game from him. Uh, Navon was not very happy with that. Only Drops 40 down points. to the second ranked flyer. Oh, my God, he's dropped down. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, no, sorry, third. Little is still first. And... That's it, Michael Little. Uh, you know, it's good to see an Australian on top of the board, even if he's, <laughs> if he's not playing in the country. Uh, um but yeah, no, that was all good. And Peter Steph continued strong form with 42 points. So, um, yeah, no surprises there. You know, he's just working his way up to some high scores. But yeah, um, He's coming up, Peter Steph. Very good. <laughs> all right, let's um, move on. Um, what was the next game? The next Aguares. game... Aguares. Oh, what's the old Aguares? Serenatus Versus the Lions. Mm. Um, the up and down Jags. 49 to the Lions, 35. And you'd, you'd expect it to... Obviously, it's a pretty high-scoring game, and that's the same with the fantasy points as well. 
Um, we have Pablo Matera with a huge 81. Um, 81? 81 points. This no week. tries. No tries. One try assist, 14 runs with 113 run meters. Oh. Five tackle busts, three offloads, one line break, one line break create. The stats how, keep on. 16 tackles, what a work rate. How good's Harry feeling about him? Yeah, what, what did you do this week? I just don't like his face, mate, so he just sat on my bench. Oh, you benched him. Don't oh. like his face. But I got the win. Got the win over Craggs. Okay, so all right, man. Yeah, cool. Just, that's kind of it. I was giving him a rest. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So Pablo with a big 81. Number two from that game was the number two, no, Number 16, Malcolm March off Marks off the bench uh, with a huge 79 points. Unbelievable. Um, so Malcolm Marks, two tries off the back of a line-out maul and you get three runs with 10 run metres, two tackle busts. He's a weapon. One line break. Again, the stats <laughs> keep on going. He yeah. made three runs and scored 79 points. That is outrageous. <laughs> Mate, wait, how many tackle busts was he again? He got more than one a, more than one a run. Two, no, two tackle busts. Oh, he sorry, made okay, three run. runs. So yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's average. <laughs> like, come on, mate. He Fair only man. played 34 minutes and got 79 points. That's, that's it. I think I think insane. I was I was talking with Blake earlier week. We were saying that he had to be the top player that you don't care if he's playing off the bench or oh, yeah. on it. Like as in, if you were able to start a bench player, Malcolm Marks is numero uno. But yeah. um, he's, he's a gun. Yeah, no doubt about that. He's sapper all day long. And we can confirm that Blake will never be back. Yeah, <laughs> Malcolm Marks. Malcolm <laughs> Marks, the biggest disappointment of the season. That's it. In the first podcast, we got pulled up by a listener. <laughs> he said that we owed a uh, public apology. And look, uh, we'll just give it on behalf of Blake. But uh, yeah, he's he's done. He's um... while Australians are making apologies. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, we're, we're sorry let's on not, his yeah, let's, not, sorry. let's not start talking about the cricket boys all right? so um, what else happened yeah, that game uh, Buffelli 70 it's another big score from an outside back it's not too good, bad is he good yet guys <laughs> Steve-O as I call him um, um, two tries from Buffelli nine runs 104 run metres you know five tackle busts that's what you want from your outside back do you know what's he's, good about him is that he starts every week yeah he does, and he's looking good. His average is 40 so far this season. It's yeah. pretty solid. You know. He's been very good. Yeah, He's exactly got a lot right. of tries. I think mm. he goes missing a bit if he's not scoring tries, but at the moment, the Jags don't seem to have too many problems with yeah. that. He's a bit elusive. I don't mind Buffelli. He's a bit of an elusive character. Mm. Um, fourth down is the uh, Ortega Desio um, with 58 points. I don't know what to think of him as a fantasy pickup. Um, Other than you'll be picking him up this week? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we're going to get to it when Senatore comes back, but um, that's something that we can discuss a little bit later on the podcast. Sanchez with 51. Sounds like a pro. It sounds like you've done this before or something. No, no, no never. Okay. Yeah. I've been practicing all my life. Um, and the highest... It's all come to this. <laughs> um, and Marvin Ori, your boy Harry, with 48 mm. points. Pagsy's bit. That's Oh, Pagsy's, sorry. Yeah, no, that's all good. Yeah. Yeah, he For a had, lot, he had, that's good. He had a blind every game, didn't mm. he? Yeah, it's, it's going to be lived yeah. up to his average from last year a little bit more. I think he was a little yeah, bit quiet right. last year. He played a couple of games and just had this absolute blinder of an average. So I think a couple of people were hoping that he'd keep doing this, but <laughs> finally scored a try and scored some points. Yeah, he's, he's done well. Other high, high scores: Tukalet forty-eight, Escuda forty-six, Yanti's thirty-nine, um, and that's probably the highest scores of this game. 
Uh, one injury, we're researching it frantically at the moment. It's with Dianti, um, the winger for the Lions. Um, to be honest, you know where we'll find the information? I'll probably find it on his Instagram, man. He's a fiend on the Insta stories, so... I'll just I'll just wait till he posts something on it about that. Deontay, if you're listening, just uh, hit us up with some uh, Instagram coverage of your injury, please. Yeah. yeah. At fantasy. I'm on it. <laughs> XP draft, mate. At fantasy XP draft. XP draft. That's yeah, the very one. good. That's the one. That's right, man. I'll tattoo it on your forehead for next time. Um, Excellent. Deontay, I think came came off 60 minutes, made a tackle for once in his life, and then um, came off after making that. So. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you. We'll keep you updated with his the... shoulder. Must be sore because he hasn't put an Instagram photo out for five days. Oh my god! <laughs> he must be dead. <laughs> That's not a confirmation of an injury. I don't know. What it, must, it must have been an infection or something in the surgery. I mean, Jesus. I love Andre Pollard. You know, but uh, yeah, God. Um, all right. Well, very good. I think that summarises the uh, round review. Um, very short as always. Uh, we're working on that, but. Um, Getting on to the main course then, uh, looking prospectively, looking for the useful, insightful information. Mm-hmm. This is where you should start listening, guys. This yeah. is where you should yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, very useful. Um, so welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry, get us started with uh, Chiefs Highlanders. It's like, I'm, for one, I'm looking forward to this game this week. Should be good. I mean, I think everyone's always looking forward to winning New Zealand Derby, to be honest. It's but easily the best games every, every week. The Highlanders game this week, I thought, was a bit... It wasn't great. Just because it was wet. The great yeah, 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 I, yeah. I love them. Well, obviously. Anyway, Chiefs Islanders, yes. the, the big talk is going to continue to be over DMAC at 10. Uh, I, I think Cooper's shown his hands and, and shown that he shown his hand and shown that he wants to start Damien at, uh, at 10 throughout the season by playing Marty at fullback, where, to be honest, he just doesn't play. So I think uh, we got Tian Falcon coming back after resting a niggle, so maybe he comes onto the bench. Mm. I'd expect Marty to stay at fullback unless everyone's favourite player that never plays, Charlie Nagtai Natai, <laughs> is is back from his MCL. So I think he should be back. What, um, what did you think of Marty at fullback though? Because watching the game, I just thought he looked uncomfortable. Uh, he, he, I didn't think he was good at all, to be honest with you. He just, yeah, completely uncomfortable. Every time he's out back by himself, you yeah. know, on like a kick return, catching a kick, he just looked like he's like, where do I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do? He's, he's, he's not a fullback, is he? <laughs> no, he just does it. But, but the thing was, at points um, during that game, you actually couldn't even tell who was playing 10 and 15 because mm. d was eventually just worked his way back. He, was, he, yeah. he saw Marty was struggling, he went, fine, I'll just go back and then started carving it up. So I'll play two positions at once then. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I personally, I think just swap him around. Put Marty in at 10, d back I at 15. That, yeah. And just let him chime in at first receiver a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. I know they're doing it for the for the all. But I mean, to be honest, if you had D Mac in your team, um, you'd let him play wherever he wanted to play. Uh, if you were yeah. the coach, but um, well, they played Nartai at fifteen at the start of the season. Is that going to be a reoccurring theme? They did. I think we talked about this last week. Yeah, we're just saying it's because um, he's because of the concussions. Because of the concussions, yeah, they're trying yeah. to put him out the back so he doesn't have to make as many front up tackles. Yeah, yeah. You know, leave that to Johnny Foley to uh, yeah, you know, ring in his skull, but. Mm. Um, uh, you just don't know with Charlie. He's injury prone. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be. Oh, to be honest, I think he's worth a lot of points if he actually stays fit. Mm. But you won't see me picking him up. He's just yeah. too injury prone. Yeah, yeah. no, very cool. good. So um, yeah, so I think we're saying I, I'm I'm calling Marty McKenzie DM to be starting at ten and fifteen at whatever positions, and I'm saying T Falcon to the bench. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, probably the other ones to look at. We talked about Angus Tarvo getting a run. Um, if he continues to play this week, not his best, 19 points, but still still rock solid, I guess. 
for uh, a second week of a, you know to to bring him up to about a twenty average anyway. Mm. Um, thirty oh, average. Sorry, thirty average. Yeah, because he was on forty twenty. Yeah. Um, and then the only other one is that hooker for the, the Highlanders, seeing if Ash Dixon gets another run. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, but really, they're the, they're the big ones. I don't think there'll be too many surprises in those lineups. It's just that rotation policy for the Kiwis and working out what they're going to do. I think the interesting one point that I would bring up is probably not this week, but soon Damien McKenzie's going to have to have a rest from this All Blacks, this all yeah. Blacks policy. So. I don't know when that is, but it's got to happen surely when they start playing Australian teams. So he's got to have two rest weeks when they start playing Australian teams. Yeah, okay. Uh, They've got to to play two rest weeks and also... um, What's the... When's the Chiefs camp? I think you've you've listed that in... 20th of April. Which has been listed in the casualty ward, I'm pretty sure. You know, that kind of useful information in that article. Check out the website, Um, (laughs) fantasyxpdrive.com. Hold up, hold up. (laughs) But uh, what do we say? What do you say? You know the date for that camp. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, the 20th of April, I think. Or 20th... 20th of May. It's when they play the Sharks, so it must be May, round 14. Okay, and they just, all the Chiefs, all Blacks missed that. Yeah, because they're away in South yeah. Africa, so then obviously they're, they're all Blacks going to be in a camp in New Zealand, so they're not going to be able to play the game. Right, very good. Um, is that everything Chiefs Highlanders, we think? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the draw, I'm just looking at the, the Chiefs uh, The Chiefs draw. They've got three Kiwi teams in a row now, then they've yeah. got the Reds and a bye, and then they've, they've got a pretty hard run all the way through, to be honest, so mm. surely D-Mac's going to miss... That Reds game? Maybe the Reds game. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we call it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. No, very good. And the Highland, Highland is pretty stock standard. I mean, obviously we know Liam Squire's injured, not heading on tour. Sorry, they're not going on tour. Yeah, he's six to eight yeah, weeks, I think, yeah. with that thumb. But otherwise their team just looks the same week in, week out. Yeah. Um, and we're waiting for Buckman to come back. But I don't I don't know. Like, Walden's been playing well, so I think stock standard there. But, yeah. I'm still waiting for Matt Fetters to get a run as well. He's got to start, surely. Fetters, look, I'd rate him. Yeah, true. Oh, I, I don't think we've, we've talked about it in previous years, but we haven't said it on the podcast. Matt Fetters, if, if, he, if he's starting for a week he, and you need a one-way pickup, 100% always go with Matt Fetters. Big one-weeker. He just pulls out like 80, 90-point games. Very, scores seven tries, good. just, you know, mm-hmm. basically takes over. So, great impact player. Um, for sure. Very good. All right, next game, Rebels-Hurricanes. So it's going to be a ripper Friday, but basically because there's three New Zealand teams playing. Uh, I'm assuming both those games are on Friday. Um, they are, yeah. So Rebels-Canes, first Australian team to play a Kiwi team. So the buck stops here. And uh, the I'm de- actually looking forward to it. I think this is game of the round for me. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, this is game of the round for All right, me. well, what do you, who do you think is going to win? Give it to me, Nova. Hurricanes. Harry. Hurricanes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, that was my. I was interested to see if you guys did. Mine was straight away. I still I, I have some hope, win. I have some hope. I think it's going to be tighter than you boys. No, think. this is just because half of his fantasy team is the Rebels. Well, that's actually it. Not yeah. only that, I, I think um, long-time listener of the podcast, Vessels, is going to give it to the Canes. I think he's going to... You know, this isn't the Green and Gold podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah I do realise that. <laughs> I know that he's listening, so... He needs coaching tips. He does. He goes to sleep to us. Um, yeah. Look, I'm just waiting for Lamarpe to score at least 100 points against the Rebels. Just carve him up. But uh, no, well, I think he's been I'm... another disappointing one actually on Lamarpe. He has been. Bit of a slow. Yeah. But um... considering he's meant to be God's gift to centers, yeah, yeah, he's he's an average of 40 at the moment from his four games. So still no slow. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you expect for better, him. even for better for sure. Um, no, look, I think Kane's definitely going to win. I think they just. They just got too much firepower, and they're really starting to find their form, find their feet. So, I agree. Uh, but I, I think expect this game to really blow out. Lots of points, lots of running. So the, think... the big thing for me was when the Rebels are on the front foot, they seem to be really dominant and they yeah. grow. Mm. When the Waratahs started to put them in their place, they really didn't seem yeah. to have any answers. They, they, collapsed. they, they collapsed. They really, really crumbled. So, yeah. I mean, they're back in Melbourne, so 
I mean, I think there's a good 20 to 25 Melbourne fans that like Rugby Union. <laughs> I was gonna so say, I it's a bit saying. of a fortress for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, we're, and we're not going down, so it might be 20, 25. You know, <laughs> um, all right, but no, yeah. quickly getting through the points. Uh, yeah, Bowden, back in the fantasy form. We basically touched on that. I think he got 30... Uh, it was only 36 points, but, you know, he scored a good solo try and just, just looked a bit more dynamic. So, I mean, Bowden's one of those players that we're waiting, waiting to have a really big, you know, 60, 70-point week. Yeah. Could could be this week, so um, yeah, watch this space. Uh, otherwise, I think we touched on a bit. Ben Lamb, been great, sensational. He's he's been one of these players that I've always liked, but he's always and he's always been really really good, like a freak of an athlete. But he's always just been behind an All Black. So at the Blues, he was behind Frank Halai, Rennie Ranger, a few other guys. At the Canes, just been sitting behind Julian Sevilla the last two years, yeah. and uh, he's now starting because of injury and Sevilla's moved to the other wing, but. I got some good players. Wes Hoosen, uh, and the interesting Vince thing will also. be to see if the just the sheer athleticism from Lamb overtakes mm. Hoosen's probably a little bit better all round game, I guess. Yeah, well, that's true. Like Hoosen had been playing incredibly well. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean Vince Arso, I mean, that finish he he made in the game mm. last week that was ridiculous. That was a Still battle. That was a battle of the finishes, really. Ben Lamb and. Uh, and Vince Arso. Vince Arso went for the you know the acrobatics, and Ben Lamb just went for the. I'm going to go through three people. How many um, more weeks until the bus is parked again? Yeah, the bus is doing no good. Julian Severe is uh, look. He's made his shift over to the right wing. He did get invited to the All Blacks camp, the first one. Mm, so, pity invite. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, I wonder if Artie got an invite, man. <laughs> That'll be un- unwarranted. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's that. Uh, otherwise, with Artie being injured, def- so from our reports, definitely this week, um, they said that, that that like he might not actually he might be able to play, but they're going to give him one of his two All Black rest weeks this week anyway. Um, so with him being injured, um, we think Viafafita's coming back in. So he could have played last week, but they gave him an All Black rest week just to be careful. Um, and so he's coming in, and I, I think what's going to happen: Sam Lousy, Michael Fadiolofa will come in. And the two of them, even though they started Murray Douglas last week in, at Lockins ahead of <laughs> Michael Fadiolofa, I think they'll bring in, yeah, it'll be starting Sam Lousy, Michael Fadiolofa, and Viper Feet will be playing six. So I think he'll be in at the six jersey. Um, so I, I'm looking for him to do well. Um, but uh, yeah, what just, I guess, watch this space. Um, now I've said watch this space again. Blake's made, I've just been really mindful that Blake said we say watch this space way too many times. Now you said it three more times. Well, watch this space. Um, <laughs> see if we can change it. <laughs> yeah, see if you can subconsciously now yeah. get that out of your head. Um, otherwise, we mentioned Jordan Ulysi as well. Uh, are they going to bring him back to step up for the Kiwi team or are they going to be wrapping him in cotton wool, wait out one more week and then they've got the bye next week? No clue. Yeah, who knows? That's There's no idea. I mean, look... What, Nabung, when Nabung speaks to Dave Wessels in his weekly um, teleconference, maybe mm-hmm. we'll get some more info. But uh, that's um, that's Rebel Sh- uh, Kane's done. So uh, Blue Sharks, yeah, Blue Sharks, exactly right. So um, if the Rebels beat the Sharks by thirty-two points last week, what do we think that the Blues is going to smack the Sharks by this week? It's going to be a lot, and it, and it's going to be put down to to the Ioannis. Yeah, it is. Um, the Ioannis. Akira with an average of 60 or 59.5 and Rico with an average of 51.5. Um, the Ioannis are looking looking pretty good to, to stamp their authority there on the Sharkies. Um, we do have a bit of a problem in the centres for the Blues. They are coming off a bye, so they're fresh. But SBW, 
Um, he, he's fractured his wrist in, in round five, so he's out to six to eight weeks, and we reckon he's going to be back between um, rounds 11 and 14. So Sounds like you've put that in the calendar to follow up and pick him up a bit later or something, mate. But, uh... Could... Yeah, I don't know. SPW fantasy. I don't think they go hand in hand, to be honest. No, oh, mate. When but... he makes nine offloads a game, then you're doing well. True. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in yeah. Anyway. So uh, who do we think will be playing in in his stead? So we think Georgie Mawala is going to step right in there into twelve. Is that what we think, boys? They well, do have that other sped. TJ, <laughs> TJ, yeah. <laughs> yeah, surely they've moved Podcast is not that. a fan of TJ Farney. Um, yeah. yeah, he's sucks. I just haven't seen anything good from him, to be honest. So, uh, I I think they should just be throwing. I mean, George Mawala's world class. He's one of these players that kind of gets a bit of a rough gig for occasionally having a brain brain, ex- brain explosion mm-hmm. and also being possibly the biggest hog in the game. I was, was going to say, you put him at twelve. That there's not going to be a lot of ball out to the outside backs, which is a well, bit this, of a problem. Yeah, I wanted to raise that. So we think Mawala's at twelve, Rico's at thirteen, and who are our back three? Nanai, yeah, Collins, Collins and Duffy. Yeah, same Definitely. as always. But yeah. but. This is one of the other questions is, so with Moala at 12 and getting less ball, they're going to bring back in Stephen Perra franchise and that man can throw cut-out balls. Just cut out Moala all day. Cut so you two. think Perra franchise is going to start at 10? Ooh, I think Perra franchise week. is going to start at 10. Every, he's come on... I think so. I, I'm he's, with you. He's, come, oh, on really? t- he's okay. come on the last two weeks uh, for the last 30 and they just look such a better side with him on there. That could be a smoky. And like, I'm not, I'm not bashing Bryn Gatlin by any... Means Bring Gatlin has been good. he's been very good and he's he's actually more of a I'd say like a Crusaders sent um, fly half very structured game maybe what bit what the Blues need but pair of franchise oh my god he looks good I was trying to remember who DJ Fayani reminds me of yeah he's like a poor man's Johnny Foley <laughs> <laughs> and, and Johnny Foley isn't really good to start with so, he's okay. so awful. <laughs> all right now that's fair yeah so well you know where you stand um, no. Very good. Um, is there anything else to talk about in, in, in terms of the Blues Sharks? How, how um, long is Esther Heisen done for? I think a few people are going to be asking that question. That's, well, that's, that's what I'm looking at. When The reports for last week said Andre Esther Heisen is out for this week. That They used that one quote in about four different articles, so they, mm-hmm. they're really not letting out any information. Yeah. And I have searched three times today. Yeah, sure. um, so I'm hoping that means it's low grade, but he looked pretty sore. So I... Any any moderate grade ankle sprain is four to six weeks on the on the sidelines, so yeah. I'd be very surprised if he was back. Okay, and I guess one thing we uh, we didn't write down, but Mapimpi Mapimpi's got to come back in the fray, surely. Yeah, there's just rotations. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get him around. And Cozy was really disappointing last week. I don't know if he's going to hold his spot. He did have a very quiet game. He, yeah, I don't actually think it was much. His, he didn't get the ball. His fault. It just he was one of those games where it just didn't come near him. Yeah. So not much he could do about that. But um, Mapimpi will be back. They're just going to continue with Bosch at fifteen. You think? Yeah, look, he seems to he seems to be the favourite over there. Yeah, who was playing fifteen before? Mm-hmm. Him? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mm-hmm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think Bosch will stick stick that out. I think they've got a five man rotation now. To be yeah. honest with you, like they're just going to keep swinging them around. Yeah. And the only other one, I'm sure it's in the casualty ward, but it's just it's occurred to me. How? What are we? Uh, what about Philip Vandervelt and Dan Dupree? I did want to raise the Vandervelt. How are we going? With... Philip Vandervelt was left at home from the tour. And uh, okay. so was Dan Dupree. So I think they're back home around nine. Okay, so basically when they get home, yeah, that's when we think yeah, yeah, they, they rested both of them for the trip. Very good. All right, uh, that's Blues Sharks done and dusted. Uh, Brumbies Waratahs. Brumbies Tars. Even though uh, all of us are Waratahs fans, I have to say I'm just really not that excited for this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deflection. 
Yeah, seven forty-five. At least it's prime time Saturday, so we can oh. have a few beers before the game starts. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did feel a bit empty with no seven thirty slot last last week. There was no Aussie game there. At yeah, that's it, mate. Like, he got. So what do I do with myself? You, you got the green light. Got the night off from the misses. You yeah. came on over. We just. We're ready to go. You, we could have watched six games in a row. We were, but there wasn't enough game. rugby. I, I know. Yeah. We actually I'll... watched the club championship. We watched rats <laughs> and <laughs> we watched the rats and uh, QUT. And do you know what the, the best thing about that was, Harry? You might not even have experienced this in years, but uh, watching a game of rugby without having your fantasy players and was like yeah. different experience. Yeah, but you since we're on a fantasy, yeah, but since we're on a fantasy rugby podcast, we're not going to bash fantasy rugby name. So going back to fantasy rugby, yeah. um, who won? The Rats. Rats won the club yes. championship. Mm. Club champions of Australia. Renas. Mm. Um, Brumby's Tars. I mean, the first point, probably the most important point, is where will Takeli Nayaravoro play? Do they leave him on the bench? Do they start him? We talked about this in a, in a long, long, for a long, long time last long story, week. Yeah, so yeah. we probably won't spend more than five or six mm-hmm. minutes this week. Harry's shaking, but... <laughs> Harry shaking his head to say, Kyle, you just don't talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's a freak. Yeah. Hopefully he starts. I don't think he will. I've changed my mind. I've been, I've been convinced out of it. I reckon that uh, Gibson hates the job at the Waratahs, so he's not going to start in. The Tars will go down to a terrible Brumbies outfit and everyone will go home shaking their heads. Mm. Uh, yep, that's Positive positivity <laughs> from a big-time Waratahs fan over here. Next, Jake Gordon, Nick Phipps. Both should be back. Nick Phipps from his calf tear, which apparently just keeps getting worse every time they announce his return date. And Jake Gordon, who Fine had his me. concussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Mitch Short also been playing out of his skin with, uh, which sensationally, apparently he did actually tear his ACL. Uh, and then two weeks later started for the Waratahs like there was no injury and, and scored another try. We're, so We're still trying to find the hookup for that doctor. Whoever whoever could sort out an ACL in one week. Dead uh, set. Let, let I'll know. be out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So Jake Gordon, Nick Fix. My, my, my tip would be Gordon to start this week and then if Phipps plays well, sadly I think he might start to take over. But yeah, I, either way, it just means that both of them aren't going to play very many minutes. So yeah. disappointing for fantasy points. Mm. Anything to sure. add on those ones? Um, the only other things we were going to talk about were, Hawira. yeah, Hawira. Do we, are we, are we, we talked about Godwin last week, whether he's done and dusted, he's gone. Yeah, uh, we, we, we like Hawira Liliofana. I could see them rotate them a little bit, but not consistently. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know. I mean, look, is it is it even a possibility at all that Kurandrani gets dropped for Godwin at thirteen? Ooh. Is that? I mean, that's not even something no, I thought about. Absolutely, uh, yeah, not. That's, that's, absolutely. that's the one we thirteen, mate. <laughs> for a boy that doesn't play thirteen, I don't yeah. think that is a possibility. No. All right, good. Let's rule that out. Let's just get creative. Let's <laughs> just get creative here, guys. Right? Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm saying it's going to be Huera Liliofano again. I think that worked well for them. Yeah, um, at least at least for a couple of weeks. If they get a few weeks in a row and they're thinking that their players are getting tired, I could see them bringing Godwin back in, especially yeah. in good form. But Surely not this week. They'll probably keep put their best team out to playing the Australian teams because they might be able to win. And then when they start playing <laughs> yeah. the Kiwi teams, they'll they start anything as last year. <laughs> You're only going to beat the Aussie teams to make finals. That's it. The other one is Robbie Abel. Robbie Abel? Um, Abel. Abel. Mm. He is probably Abel to play this week. <laughs> so he had a niggling rib in- injury, which has kept him out for the season so far. So... I reckon Falau Fienga will still start this week. We'll call in for him to get a big run before this information came out on last week's podcast. Hmm. Uh, he's a good player. He's a few years older. I don't know if, who they favour at the moment. They haven't both been fit at the same time. But just be aware of that if you're holding Falau Fienga. 
if you're really risk adverse like myself, maybe it's worth just selling him while he's while he's worth points before anyone works out that he might not be starting. Uh, but again, watch this space. <laughs> oh no, Blake. Oh no. Uh, moving on, Bull Stormers. Bull Stormers. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game. It's in Pretoria. Uh, the Stormers. We think. Look, the Stormers obviously just managed to get a win over the Reds. They were playing really well. Just the Reds were also playing really well. Um, but I think they're going to be back to full strength. We're, we're thinking SP Murray and uh, Dylan Lades will be back in the starting team mm-hmm. or in the team. Um, and look, when they have that complete back three of Lades, SP and Raymond Rule, they look like a different team. They just look really mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, so, and look, their centres have been getting it done. Damien Dialende and EW Bill Yulin. I don't, I don't rate Bill Yulin though. Still, I, I don't man. see it. I th- actually, he's growing on me. He, he is growing on me, he's, but he's, he's an outside back listed so, as an outside. So back. listed as an outside back, playing outside centre. Yeah. But uh, look, scoring good fantasy points. So yeah. uh, if you're scrambling around, um, he's 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 a consistent starter as well, which mm. is always you good. Need to plug that. Hole. Um, but yeah, so look, interesting game. I think uh, I actually think there'll be a fair amount of points in this. I think. They will try and South African derby. The Bulls will try and slow it down, keep it in the forwards. They'll try to do what they do to the Crusaders, but hopefully with more success. I don't know if anyone watched the Bulls Crusaders game last week, but they like had all the possession in the first thirty minutes, they and they to took. Break the line. They, they took. I don't know if maybe five or six penalties. They didn't take a penalty goal, and they yeah. went for a line out, and they just couldn't get over. So well, they they kept saying a stat late in the match that that had something like six or seven seven plus phases in attack, and yeah. the Crusaders had had none. Yeah, oh, I was. They just, they're not very creative as much as they really improved and they throw the ball around. Yeah. I think if they're versing a good defence, they're going to struggle. Exactly. So um, it'll be yeah, definitely a game of two different types of style of play. But um, I think there'll be a fair amount of fantasy points in this. Um, and uh, you know, might be a good good game to watch. But um, otherwise, uh, other players possibly coming back. Dan Duplessis, um, look, definitely won't be starting. Damien Willemsey, the prodigy, has been absolutely crushing it. The nineteen-year-old, actually, he'll be twenty by this game. Just fun fact for you. Will have had his birthday. Excellent. Um, what time was he born, mate? It was one uh, fourteen in the morning um, in uh, a hospital in. Cape Town, Choburg, Cape Town. Okay, whatever. Um, Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that trailed off. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Dan Dubassey. Anyway, to come back. Look, he had some sensational game, um, like year two years ago or last year. Very good player, but last year, only last year, and he, last he didn't year. get that many games. Yeah. I think. Okay. But when he when he did start, he looked really he good, looked, and he yeah. scored a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, I picked him up at the back end of the season. He scored a few for me. Did so. he? Nice. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a bit of a. I have my eye on Dan Duplessis. Uh, Dupree, sorry. No, Duplessis. Duplessis. Yeah, yeah. Very good. You get confused with those ones. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, he'll be back. Oh, well, sorry, we think he'll be back and be on the bench. And the other one is, uh, we think Harry Duvenage, DeWalt Duvenage. He had a rib injury. Got a rib injury. So if yeah. he's out, Jano Vermark has been... Um, he was cleared fit last week. Cleared fit last week. And so hopefully he's back because... Uh, Phillips is terrible. He is truly awful. The, he is the worst. Captain the Phillips is and, the uh, worst. And look, also, George Whitehead, I don't know who the hell he is, but he's been backing up for 10. So that's why... I, yeah. So I, I think Dan Duplessis and Yana Vermark will be straight in. But No, yeah. George Whitehead's the backup 10. He's playing fullback as well. Yeah. He's the 10. So. Uh, and the last one is a, could be a biggie, but don't know. Um, Franz Malherber. Mm. Springbok prop. 
Um, God, he's good. He he's, he's good. a bloody good prop. So he's coming back from an injury. Um, look, no one knows whether he'll be starting this week or not. Um, we'll see if we can get onto this Stormers uh, press teleconference again, but haven't been having, having much luck getting onto that. Mm. Um, we'll give Robbie Fleck a call and we'll see what's going on there. No worries, man. I'll just whip him out of the, uh, the old phone book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Franz Malherbe, if he's back, he could be a very, very good pickup. The only thing is that he'll be sharing responsibilities. It's, this has always been the case. The Storm has always rotated their props around a lot, but he'll be sharing the three jersey with uh, Wilco Lowe, who has been killing it, as we talked about earlier this year. So he got 50 points this week and just has been crushing it. But there you go. Franz Malherbe, keep your eyes out on him. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it from Bull Storm. Is there anything else from you guys? No, that's you, pretty much you just it. Don't care because they're South African teams, so that's fine. Um, don't say that. I really like South African teams. Actually, like actually, sorry, I take that back. Harry does because his whole team is South African. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was we, I was playing him in fantasy this week, and I thought your whole team was the Sharks. So I was basically oh. I was sitting there. There's five. There's yeah, actually a lot five. of Sharks players. Sorry. And, and they got they built they got and the Sharks it. are the worst. We're just talking about how the <laughs> Sharks are going to get that. Yeah, true. But we can talk about how the Blues are going to wallop the Sharks and Harry's whole team's the Sharks. Yeah, they'll be on my bench this week. All right, well, bringing us home, last fixture of the main course. It's um, degustation menu. Yeah, the Lions versus Crusaders. So the Lions are, are back at home after coming back from Jagland, um, and Crusaders are on the road. So Lions in on good form. First first game for the Crusaders on the road. First, yeah, exactly right. Um, Do they fly Emirates? Hopefully, hopefully business as we well. know the Lions do. That's yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what to think of the Lions' form this season. I think it's it's definitely dropped, um, and I think the Crusaders will probably win this game. I do think it'll be close, but um, there's a few cavalry that are back for the Crusaders. We got Matt Todd, Matty Todd coming, coming back with a broken thumb, broken thumb, broken hand, broken thumb. Uh, thumb. Yeah. So the back the back row will be six, seven, eight. Who's who's six? Is Bedwell Curtis? Who's the, who's the, yeah, Hayden Bedwell-Curtis. Hayden Bedwell will be Todd and Tafua at eight. Jordan Taylor, of course. Yeah. That's what we think the back row will be. Mm-hmm. Um, and set it to Marty Valu. Um, Had his groin injury last week. He missed the one week. We think we think he's going to slot back into the wing. Well, he's on the tour. So yeah, he's on the tour. So. Yeah. And even though we're, we're still waiting for him to do something this year. Yeah, he's been a bit quiet. But he, he but is maybe a, that's a opportun- perfect opportunity to pick him up as well, right? Like, absolutely. guy gets an injury, he's been pretty useless. I can see a fair few teams... Dropping him, um, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I would not be dropping him. Uh, and in our, in our league, at least Nelson hasn't dropped him; he's been holding him. But uh, yeah, he's just waiting for that big come through performance. Yeah, yeah. could be waiting all season. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how Tamari Valu goes. Yeah. Um, Warren Whiteley, we think, is going to be back after the round nine bye, so round ten. A few weeks um, to go. Exactly. So if you have Definitely. that extra slot. Um, on your bench and you can hold him for those rounds then I definitely suggest doing so the the, the Springbok captain he's um, he's always good for some fantasy points yeah he's, he's a solid fantasy player he's someone that'll get you at least 30 every week so um, he's a beast yeah he's, he's a good player well, um, the next one's my smokey mate yeah. Can you, can you uh, pronounce I'll, his name? I'll, I'll, go I'll let you take that I one. thought this was going to be another <laughs> test for Nelson, you know, just chuck his <laughs> what, what did you say last time? Someone last I'll, week I'll let, was, yeah, someone in the centres now or something? Yeah. Off you go, man. Uh, uh, we'll leave that to you, man. Yeah, Look, I it. actually haven't even heard anyone say his name yet, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's Hachavad Deamani. That's quite good, actually. I'm going to go with, that's definitely not how you say that. But So, 
this bloke is not going to score any fantasy points, so turn it off now if you don't <laughs> want anything else from us. Just stop listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, he's a young freak in the Lions squad that probably isn't going to get a run. He came off the bench in their first game and played pretty well. He wants to play number eight. Um, he runs 100 metres in 10.7 seconds. I've just been doing my research to see where that kind of puts him. Doug Howlett ran it in 10.68 so Joe Rockathoko oh. did it in 10.66. And Siabello Sanatla, the seven specialist, did it in 10.6. Perry Baker, 10.58. So he's within about 0.1, 2.2 seconds of Perry Baker over 100 metres. And the blokes are number eight. They've also said that he can play at outside centre because he's got such a good rugby brain. He's a metre 89 tall, 101 kilo, I believe... Um, and they just basically have the biggest raps on him ever. Uh, I can't believe you haven't already talked about it. I was about to say, I know exactly why Harry's brought this up. It's because there's a massive bloody article about him on Sports 24. Yeah, wow. He's (laughs) he's so impressive. Anyway. The important question I just went to check was, what is he listed as, as a fantasy player? Ems? He's a back rower. Yeah, okay. So, interesting. So, apparently the big thing with him is that they're saying that he's... He wants to play eight, and they want to play him. Swiss de Bruin, the bloke that is hell-bent on ruining the Lions' legacy, <laughs> wants to play him as their sixth-choice winger. Put it, uh, what, after Rohan? Well, he's playing, yeah, he's playing in the <laughs> development team this week right. on the wing. Right. So, basically, he's asked for a release from the contract from their, their easily the best South African side over the last three or four years. So, very interesting. Watch this space, Blake. Oh, he's a very good player. Yeah. I, I just want to quickly correct something that I said earlier. Just um, oh, it's been I, weighing I, on your mind. No, no. I just want to let it out in the open. You know, I, I think I said Bedwell Curtis at six. It's it's got to be Pete Samu there, right? No, no, no Pete Samu's no, no. injured. He's still been. Oh, he hasn't no. been taken on tour. He so hasn't played. Yeah. He had a two week injury, which just seems to. Okay. He, he seems to be doing the same as Nick Phipps and just Good. pushing it out every week. So Good. that's right. Look, I, we appreciate you trying to correct yeah. yourself. I don't um, want to misform, in, you know, misinform the audience, misinform the know? people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Look, we'll, exactly. we'll we'll put that down to just being your first cap, your rookie cap. That's no, right. mate. Um, you made more of a stuff up than I have today. It's <laughs> all right, mate. That's that's fine. Look, mate, you never insult the host of the show. That's um, <laughs> you, you've been you're joining, never invited back. You, you'll be joining Blake's club soon. Um, <laughs> no, very good. Um, um, Malcolm Marks will be starting obviously again this week. We think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. That's for sure. That's and the big question for him to be, can he get more points than he gets on the bench? You know what I mean? That's really... He's, it's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough, tough task, task, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but that game will be big. I think there'll be a lot of lot of um, forwards playing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? There'll be a lot of driving more. Yeah. So he could could go well. Well, I mean, Nakamas goes well every week. But yeah, always. Could go particularly well. So. Well, the Crusaders, having said that, actually... The Crusaders lineup, the rolling more defence, as we saw last week, was insane. Mm. So maybe Marty isn't going to score his normal two tries a game against them. Mm. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, look. Uh, after you finish the main course, normally you come up to something. What you got? What you got? Do with that dessert? Oh. <laughs> It's dessert time! <laughs> Here's my sugar hit, people. We're towards the end of the podcast. Wow. These, these flawless segues. It's like it's like I did journalism at university. You know what I mean? But you didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't, yeah. Um, all right, well, for dessert, we, last week we tried to bring you some you know, analysis, some insightful information, and we mm. talked about how... What did we talk about? We talked about... Um, 
when the front rowers get yellow carded, That's there's it. a trend to take off the outside backs at the moment. Good. Again, that was a test. I was checking if Harry remembered what we talked about last mm. week. Um, this week, look, we're going to keep it again to do with the front rowers, but we're just talking about how good are the front rowers this year. Um, last year, I think, was the year of the lock. You know, last year, yeah. suddenly the locks just propelled mm. into the forefront. So we had big uh, Brody, Britallic, uh, um, Evan Etzebeth, and Peter Steff just absolutely crushing it. Um and they became really, really valuable. But this year, yeah, we're now onto onto the props. So um, look, we've got uh, at the moment there's five, five or six props, all with a almost a thirty point average. Mm. Um, last year, I don't think there was a single one for the entire year. Yeah, sorry, looking at last year's. Yeah, last year there wasn't one for the whole year. And so so far, we've got I think five five players all above thirty points. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got Stephen Kistoff leading the way. We talk about him every week. He seems to make the team of the week every week. They're one of the top scoring. Props for fantasy. Uh, the Beast has been playing out of his skin for the Sharks up front. Um, uh, J- James Slipper. Uh, Slippers, you can always generally trust Slipper to do pretty well. And Jordan Ulysses, who we've talked about in a number of the podcasts, being one of the smoky pickups because he's a hooker who is listed as a fantasy prop. Still still backing him. As, as good as Stephen Kitsoff is, still backing Jordan Ulysses to come through and top well, the Well, this the is going to be my other point on this one. You know, mm. we said we're going to pick... Uh, our fantasy team that predict their fantasy team of the year each and I think we should probably do it this week because no one will be impressed if we do it in round 16 that's true yeah we should um, <laughs> Kitschoff is clearly a gun but he's also in a very obvious rotation policy with JC Van Rensburg I think it is, it is. Jans yeah. Van Rensburg mm-hmm. um, is that going to be enough to drop him down a couple of pegs and do you see the beast or slipper usurping him as the, the second prop well, the thing is, this week, Stephen Kistock came on the bench and got six points or something. Or yeah, six something or like more. No, sorry, I think he ended up on 20. Still ended up on 20. But 20, exactly 20. Yeah, um, but la- not the last time he came off the bench. So he's came off the bench twice, otherwise he started. Last time he came off the bench, he still got 46 or something off the he bench. He scored a try. He came on yeah. and scored a try. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, I don't think... Look, I honestly don't think the rotation policy is going to affect him that much because the Stormers' props always seem to do well and they always have that rotations pol- rotation policy. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's um, look. We're calling it. Well, sorry. Obviously, we're going to post out what our teams are, but I think collectively we can agree that Jordan Ulysses is going to be a number one prop. Yep. Um, and after that, I probably would say Stephen Kistoff. But um, mate, I thought you were a shoe for the Dong and Thor. Yeah, Tom and Thor. Not like a three week ban. Well, you don't lose average points on a three week ban. That's true. He's done it wisely. He's yeah. red carded someone, but not been red carded. That's, that's true. a true. That's fantasy play. That's, a fa- that's fantasy one hundred and one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Tom and Thor. Look, I I did pick him up very early in our draft, um, mainly just because I love watching him play, and the thought of him being in someone else's team would gut me. But uh, he hasn't performed yet. He's uh, as we've talked about every week. He seems to get over the try line, but hasn't actually got a try yet. Mm. Uh, well, this last week he didn't do very well, but um, uh, yeah, he look. He's uh, he definitely got very lucky making. Probably a red card hit. Well, he got he got cited after the game, and they deemed it it was a red card hit. He's yeah. still waiting to be sentenced, but um, yeah, very lucky that uh, during the game, just penalty only, let that go on. So didn't save you. How good? He didn't. No. Um, <laughs> and look, the other prop, the other really good props that just to mention are Tom Robertson and Wilco Lowe. But uh, yeah, we just thought that was an interesting point. So look, it's definitely valuable having your props. Other props to t- talk about that are coming back. Um, Franz Malherber mentioned him. Um, Toby Smith 
Toby yeah. Smith is normally really, really good prop. Um, two, two among her Allen. Two among Allen just came back. If he gets back. consistent game time, surely he will. He's thing. playing semis and finals and all that for the Canes last year, so mm. and surely I'm, he's going to have to get a start. For sure, and otherwise, look, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head is Mitchell Graham will be coming back for the Chiefs sometime soon. I don't think he's as big a fantasy player, though, is he? Uh, I had a look back a couple of years ago. He, he was one of the top five or top four props a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't think he did much last... I think he was injured the whole of last year. He broke his leg at the Brisbane 10s. Yeah. But, um, no, maybe... So not last year, the year before that. He absolutely killed it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, just um, props are worth their weight in gold this year. They're they're more important than you think. That's it. So definitely don't just pick up a new one every week. Try and get yourself a good one if you can. Consistency. (sighs) Gentlemen, all right, I think that's it. I think we've definitely probably gone over time as per usual. Yes, um, so don't, don't even worry about it. But uh, thank you for filling in, a Nabung. Um, are we saying he's better than Nelson or not? I mean, it's pretty... Oh, pretty Malcolm Mark's off the bench. What can you do wrong? I keep. I, I generally know who he's, who he's talking about when he says a South African's name, so I think that's a big tick. I think I'm just going to say he's better than Nelson um, because <laughs> I just want to see if Nelson listens to the yeah. end of the podcast yeah. and uh, has a go at me next week. So It's going to cause him a car accident. We don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah, Nelson, don't listen to this on your way back from Kyama or whatever. But, Turn it um, off now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, thanks yeah. for the fill-in and... Uh, very good, boys. Um, to be continued next week. Looking forward to it. Watch this good, space. Good stuff, boys. <laughs> nice.